Welcome back to X Minutes. My name is Brian. I'm Wolf. And this is the podcast that takes the longest running single continuity superhero franchise to date without a reboot and breaks it down one extraordinary minute at a time. This is minute 56 of X-Men 1 and Wolf. What happened? All right, so we continue. No, wait, sorry, this is minute 57. My bad. 57. We continue with Magneto being choked by a possessed saber tooth. So this is when Charles and Eric have their conversation. Eric starts off by saying, Why don't you come out where I can see you, Charles? And uh, Charles is in a car. Like, wait, is he behind? So if you go to two seconds, yes. he's behind everybody, yeah? All right. Yeah. Um, and Storm and Cyclops, nowhere to be found. Yeah, I don't know where they are. They're probably back at the house watching TV. They were like, we were supposed, <laughs> we were supposed to be doing something. Oh, crap, Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Why did we? Oh, man. We just like did that uh, zombie driving on the highway type of thing where you just forget. <laughs> right. We left the building and we didn't think about where we were going. And we were just like, you know what? I just got choked out. He just <laughs> lost his sunglasses. Let's go home and watch some news. Right. They should have just like had right after this scene, it cuts to the mansion. They're playing like PlayStation or something. <laughs> It wouldn't be the worst continuity mistake this franchise right. has done. Exactly. <laughs> so then at around six seconds, Patrick Stewart says, what do you want her for? And then uh, Magneto says, can't you read my mind? Pointing at his impenetrable helmet, which is kind of mm-hmm. like a, it was kind of like a middle finger. It's like, why don't you read this? Oh yeah, that's right. You can't. And then we get to Magneto. He says, "What now? Save the girl." So he gives a he gives Charles an ultimatum. He says, "You'll have to kill me, Charles." And what would that accomplish? So he's kind of using his own empathy. Yeah, he's using his own empathy. He's using his own what's it called uh, uh, morals against him. Because he knows Charles won't kill him because it won't accomplish anything. It would make him just as bad as the people that try to have mutants killed or controlled. And then um, Magneto immediately says afterwards, he says, if you let them pass that law, they'll have you in chains with a number burned into your forehead. So we can see that Magneto, he still has that mentality of when he was at the concentration camp. He believes that history will repeat itself, not with Jews this time, but with mutants. And Charles says it won't be that way, which I understand, but he doesn't really know that for sure. Magneto says, then kill me and find out. And then he says, then release me if you're not going to kill me. And props to Xavier because he takes a third option. Oh, I'm trying to have Toad just walk away. Mm-hmm. And if, if you pause it at, at 41 seconds, the, the look on Magneto's face, he's like looking like, oh, so this is what we're doing now? You're just going to ignore me? Like, oh, you clever boy. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, what? Jurassic Park? Clever girl. <laughs> So then Toad tries to walk away, or Xavier controls Toad to walk away with Rogue. And then Magneto's like, fine. And then he fires one of the weapons at the cop. And he's um, fucking pissed. Yeah. He, he's like, oh, you son of a bitch. And it's like at around 57 seconds, that CGI did not age well. <laughs> of the spinning bullet digging into the gentleman's forehead. Let's Although, see. to be fair, they also, like, yes, the CGI bullet doesn't age well. But they do at least consider CGIing a dent into his skin. That's at least a nice touch. Yeah. 
I, I remember when I first saw this in the theater, it looked so real. I was like, oh, crap, dude. He just shot that man. But yeah, um, they did the very clever thing at the 53 second mark of just flashing to a white screen to mimic the gun firing. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, watching this for the first time, you really think he just shot that. You Well, you really think he just killed that man. Yeah. Uh, and then we see that he's powerful enough. I kind of it's um a callback to that is first class when he's trying to get Charles to shoot him in the head. Yeah. Which is like intense, right? Like yeah. what like what friend is like shoot me but in the also, head, bro. Charles is like I know you can stop it. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like, but one thing I noticed though, whether you think that the police should have ran or not for their own safety after Magneto showed, you know, because they are civil servants, they should stay there till the last man dies, you know, trying to stop this powerful threat. There's a bunch of normal people yeah. around that we saw as reaction to that guy possibly getting shot in the head. Yeah. All these, there's no argument. All those normies need to get the fuck out of there. They never should have been there. They shouldn't run out and then stand around. There was one time, may have already mentioned on this podcast, that me and my daughter were in a movie theater right as the movie starts. And then an alarm comes on and says there is an emergency inside the building. And I thought it was someone with a gun because... Because they said there's emergency happening in the building. And my daughter later said maybe someone has a gun. People just stood outside. I went across the street into the parking lot way away. Like, you know, inside by the stairwell where there's windows. I wasn't going to be right outside. Because if there was someone with a gun and then they just decided to come out and be like, Aha, I'm done in there. Pop, pop, pop. Like, what are all these people just had the roof blown off by a mutant, had a lightning strike, had a toad guy and a big saber tooth. And you're just chilling outside i don't care if it's a hundred feet away you get the fuck out of there you keep walking (laughs) yeah it's i mean you can't call an uber but go (laughs) (laughs) fucking dumbasses yeah i know yeah like i just think that the i mean they were there for you know gasps and reaction yeah but uh i just in real life there would be so much more pandemonium it would just be out of control i would i would hope more people wouldn't be there but i actually don't have that much faith in yeah everyone being that common sense yeah so at around 59 bullet is still spinning in his forehead digging slightly deeper each moment so that's how the scene ends or how the minute ends yeah and I gotta just give props to the editing because I really dug how one line could start with Charles and end with Sabretooth or vice versa. Mm-hmm. It really effortlessly showed who was mind controlling Sabretooth. Yeah. You know? That was pretty cool, yeah. But an- another reason why I think it was Xavier mind controlling both is because I believe in the last minute Toad refers to Magneto as Eric. Mm. Doesn't he? Um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He, uh, Toad says, no. Sabretooth says, that's enough, Eric. But Toad says, let them go. Mm-hmm. It's like, imagine if Sabretooth or Toad called him Eric without being under mind control. He'd probably be like, my name is Magneto. <laughs> what do I pay you my for? My name is Mr. Lyncher. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lyncher to you. Yeah. Or if you want to get bonus points, Mr. L. (laughs) Wait, no, that sounds like I'm the loser. Which I'm not. Never! Ah! (laughs) Any more for this minute? Um, yeah, this, uh, if I'm not mistaken, this was 99, correct? 
This was not 2000, right? I mean, they filmed it probably in 99, but it 99. did release in Released 2000. Released in 2000. You can see the uh, the style of guns that most of the police officers have. Uh, Berettas. That's like a very uh, 90s. I mean, they. I think they still manufacture Berettas, but not nearly as much as the uh, 90s. That was like uh, the weapon of choice for police, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. If there are any law enforcement experts, please comment and correct me if I'm wrong. But I do believe that Brett is a very 90s weapon. Nice. I know that Bond and Dr. No has a Beretta because they literally take away his Beretta, forcefully take his away his Beretta M and say, take this Walther PPK. Oh, the Walther PPK. Beretta jams too much yeah. and like and didn't the, the walter ppk become like the signature bond gun for a very long time i believe it is yeah or i believe it was i was thinking like if, if it like if it was more modern take 